What's up, mother... I thought I'd share this, um, gem from my childhood. Uh, I was, like, absolutely terrified of Michael Jackson. I had, like, an ungodly fear of him, right? I think it was because it was prime, um, Neverland, uh exposure or whatever the fuck weird shit he was doing and I didn't understand it as a kid you know he your mind's thinking the farthest from like what it is I was thinking he was kidnapping babies or luring them in with his like little playground fucking amusement park and murdering them (laughs) but I was really really scared so I used to make my parents check under the bed and in the closet like almost every night to make sure Michael Jackson wasn't there (laughs) tell me why they never ever like smirked or broke character bro they just like i thought they were just as serious about this shit as i was like for real so i asked reddit and a bunch of um people responded which is great i always love when i get lots of responses but um i asked everybody what uh they were scared of as a child that's fucking hilarious now And this is what I got. My sister told me Nutella was shit. So yeah, I was scared of Nutella. (laughs) I could totally see my brother doing that to me too. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Has anybody seen that one video of the mom, like, pranking her kid? And she puts, like, um, Nutella on her hand. And she's like, hand me some toilet paper. And he goes to, like, hand her the toilet paper. And she smears Nutella on his hand. And he's just like... It's fucking great. Like, it's probably my favorite video ever. <laughs> when Buzz Lightyear gets his torso abruptly shot shot off at the beginning of Toy Story 2. Yo, that was traumatizing as hell, was it not? Like, what was with all of our movies as a kid? Does anybody else feel like we were absolutely traumatized by shit they put in our fucking movies? Like, how the fuck you gonna do Mufasa like that? Like, I'm still not over that. I'm still not over that shit, okay? Anybody seen Courage, the Cowardly Dog? Did that not fuck a couple of us up, okay? I used to watch that religiously. My mom kept this three-foot-tall, lifelike doll from her childhood, and IDKY, but it scared the shit out of me. I wouldn't go near it, so my dad thought it would be hilarious to hide it in my bed, hide it by my door, basically anywhere that would paralyze me in fear. Oh, let's traumatize our child for for views. Let's Let's... That sounds like a great idea. (laughs) How about let's not? (laughs) It's kind of funny, though. It's like, we're just gonna... We're gonna make you strong, okay? (laughs) Going up the stairs in my house after dark. I still be getting scared. In fact, like, I'm pretty sure my husband has um, a couple videos from our (laughs) surveillance cameras of me, like, charging up the stairs, like, real fast, like somebody's chasing me. Opening that can of Pillsbury biscuits. That shit was easy. You just slam it off something and it's like poof. I remember this kid this kid's book that showed an exploded view of what was under the roads, like subways, drain pipes, etc. But they used a black background to show the stuff running below ground level. Naturally, I took this to mean that if I fell through a loose manhole cover that I would continue falling into the inky void forever. It really freaked me out and every 
Everyone seemed nonchalant about walking over storm drains or living in sinkhole-prone areas until I was 10. Oh, jeez. I could see me being scared of some shit like that, too, okay? I'm, I'm the same way. My mom kept a kitchen which, for years, it's just an apple with googly eyes poked on a stick and left to shrivel up. But childhood me built that thing up to be one hell of a terrifying monster. Mall escalators. Listen, I I had this really, really terrible fear of my sandals because uh, when I would wear sandals, like my toes getting like sucked into the bottom of it. And then when I got older, like I heard about this case of like some craziness with escalators and was like, I knew it. I used to be terrified of the song Happy Birthday. Every time our family had to sing it, I ran out of the room crying and I would hide in front of the room in my granddad's house. I'm pretty sure you were just scared of like your family singing. It was probably terrible. Somebody asked me, are you 100% that bitch? I sure fucking am. Oh yeah, that's my username. I was about to be like, bitch? (laughs) Who you calling a bitch? I am one, thank you. I used to be scared of roller coasters. My mom had to pretend to ride with me so I could muster up the courage to go on one. What does it mean to pretend to ride with you? Like, like I don't understand. Who's getting on roller coasters without their fucking parental person? Like, I don't think you're allowed on that bitch without a supervisor, right? Like, where's my supervisor? I remember one time on a roller coaster when I was younger, though, like... Shout out to Knobles in Pennsylvania. That fucking roller coaster bar popped up on me and my aunt. And it was like the scariest. Mo- I thought for sure I was done. <laughs> Luckily, it latched before we went down and then looped <laughs> upside down. Yeah, that was a fucking fun trip. My Little Pony Creepy Pastas. Okay, how old are you? I'm getting old, okay? I'm like, what the fuck? Milo Pony creepy pastas. I like think Milo Pony came out like a few years after, like quite a few actually years after I stopped watching cartoons. So I do remember my daughter, my youngest daughter, watching Milo Pony, or my oldest. The youngest one watches like the new Milo Pony. <laughs> okay, so these fucking things. Let me click it. Let's find out. Oh my fucking god, they're like the little that's hilarious. Those little stupid um squishy things like with the how do you describe this? It looks like a porcupine, but it's a squishy thing. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> okay, I was going to the residence swimming pool and took a path as a shortcut from home. I got chased by a cicada screaming all the way back to drag my mom out to find the monster that I called it. Yo, when I first moved to Texas, um, I literally was sitting on the porch and you know how they're, when there's a fuckload of them, they're real loud and it comes in quick and it's real quiet until they're like, well, I like fucking thought aliens were invading the neighborhood and had to run in and get my aunt was like, what's happening? She goes outside me. She goes, those are fucking cicadas. Okay. Oh, and she also told me those giant wasps were called double divers, knowing damn well I would never question it, and I still call them double divers, but apparently, I just recently, actually this year, found out that that's not what the fuck they are. (laughs) 
I was always scared of clowns. I had a lot of friends who were scared of clowns. I think that I was more uncomfortable with it. Like, why is this grown man doing this right now? You need to stop it. Like, that that's how I felt. Same with Sesame Street. It was like, you're not fooling anyone. This is a fucking trick. I'm not falling for what's really going on. <laughs> Okay, somebody said, watched Deep Impact and Armageddon as a kid. Every time I was outside playing and heard an airplane for the next six months, I would freak out, look up in the sky, expecting that a giant asteroid was coming to kill us all. Um, Yeah, see, these movies be traumatizing us, okay? When I was a young child, I was afraid of gloves. (laughs) I guess I must have thought they were disembodied hands. Oh, no! That old show, Bananas and Pajamas. My grandma had dolls of said bananas, pajamas, and all, and every kid in my family was terrified of them. Okay, when my first grandma passed away, I was five years old. My par- I heard my parents talking about it. And what her last words were, naturally, I became terrified of dying out of nowhere. And my last words having been something stupid for a year or so every night before I fell asleep, I would mutter, I love my whole family under my breath just in case those were my last words. Aw, isn't it fucking good minds? Like, we just, aw. Aw. Okay, a green skylight in a McDonald's playground. Ghost trains at fairs and theme parks. I used to hide under my family's arms or hide my face while with friends. At some point, I just realized a lot of them are so basic and bad, funny with how they are set up. I'm yet to find a good one that's really creepy. The only one that's impressed me is the Blackpool UK, and I'm not scared of it. It's just fascinating to be on impressive. Okay, you don't, you're not scared. You're interested. I wouldn't really call it hilarious because it held me back so much because I was deadly afraid of concussions. I remember even if I tapped my head on a wall, I would be panicking and afraid to fall asleep. <laughs> See, not me. We were always conking our heads. I thought that shit was a myth. That an owl would look at me through the window while I'm sleeping. It never happened. Don't know why I was so terrified of this. I love owls. And I know that, like, they can be creepy, I guess. Like, I've seen some videos where I'm like, I guess that could be creepy. But I, like, love them so much. I'm like, it's okay. They're creepy. <laughs> Since I was a kid, too, I've always loved owls. The 20th Century Fox intro used to scare the living shit out of me. (coughs) I was trying to like... (coughs) I was trying to detain that cough. It just said detain. (coughs) I meant contain, not detain. (coughs) (laughs) Cough, I need to detain you really quick. You step out the car. <laughs> yeah, you, you, no. that cough was fucking ridiculous. The 20th century. Oh, yeah, I think that I already read this. Okay. I'd go and hide if I knew it was coming. I think it was the combination of the booming music and the graphics, which almost fall. <laughs> <laughs> Into an architectural uncanny valley where it looks like a building or something but isn't. Coupled with the spotlight things which as a five-year-old I had no frame of reference. (laughs) 
Da -na -na -na. Oh, where's little Johnny? It's your show, Johnny. <laughs> okay, and then this next topic, I had asked um, what was the pettiest thing that anybody's done to you after a breakup. And I just thought this was so hilarious, but she took my fucking shelves out of the fridge. <laughs> oh, shit. I could just see, like, I, I'm like that, like, where it's like, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna fucking break your shit, I'm not gonna come key your car, I'm not gonna fucking find you, I'll take the shelves out of the fridge and leave, and you won't hear me from me again. Or I'll put your number on the fucking health insurance fucking recommendation list. <laughs> do your daily card first and you got ace of swords which means victory raw strength and a sharp mind the potential for immersed power and success but remember that the sword is double-edged depending depending on who wields it its power can be used to shelter and protect or to mercilessly mercilessly strike down for cold and ruthless self-gain mm. so it's just saying don't let that shit go to your head mm. whatever the fuck that means but it means don't let the... With this rap shit? Probably. Don't let it get... Don't let them fucking Illuminati motherfuckers get to you. Uh, <laughs> they're trying hard, though. It ain't happening. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Let's do situation, action, and outcome. I like that one. Okay, the situation. What is the current state of affairs? And you got King of Pentacles, abundance, power, and security... The fruits of worldly ambition have brought financial success, a sense of abundance, stability, and security. The King of Pentacles is a fatherly figure that provides all of those things and is also someone that is happy to share all of that with those he has grown to love. Okay, number two, action. So basically what that card, I sorry, I didn't even explain it. <laughs> basically what that is saying is that like right now you're in a good state like in your life you're having stability and like finance like financially and like um you're you're willing to share that with others that's what that's basically saying okay action what actions can you take or are you currently taking to address your situation dependence smothering and emptiness though normally the empress is incredibly nurturing the dark side of that is she can also be smothering allowing something to grow means also giving it room to explore and expand what parts of your life could you benefit from letting go what parts of my life could i benefit from letting go yeah i guess it's like just continue to let go of some of the people that just that not necessarily cause issues in my life but you know they just aren't have the same goals you know what i'm saying like yeah strive for, strive for shit I don't know. Just keep pushing myself this rap right now and just try to be the best I can. Exactly. Don't don't feel like you have to depend on anybody or smother them to make them care. Like that's just gonna lead you to emptiness. That's what that's that's what I'm taking from that. Okay. 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 Ace of Swords. This is outcome. What kind of result can you expect from taking that action? Okay. Vis victory, raw strength, and a sharp mind. So if you don't, um, if you don't let like. Basically, because card two is saying um, you're feeling dependent on somebody and it's smothering. I think it's smothering you and like it's leaving you feeling empty. So if you don't 
leave that situation like it said before. Like, you should, you know... Oh, I'm talking about my ex. Yeah. What kind of result can you expect by taking these actions? The potential for immense power and success, but remember that the sword is double-edged. This was your daily card, too. Yeah, was it really? Yeah. On who wielded its power can be used to shelter and protect it to mercilessly strike down for cold and ruthless self-gain. I'm using Golden Tarot right now because my other deck's upstairs. And what's crazy is, like, I've never ever... I've used this deck, like, hundreds of times. And I've never ever seen it use the same card twice like that. Oh, that's shit. a trip, yeah. So, that so that's a... Is that bad? No, that's not bad. This is Basically, time. that's saying, like, um, success is going to be coming your way. Don't let that bitch fucking ruin it that's what that shit's saying don't let that bitch hold you the fuck back it's saying it without saying it it makes me want to give you a, a relationship one i'm gonna go to the really because that's like let's see we'll do a three card relationship spread Okay, first one, you. What is your role in this relationship? How do you perceive yourself and how does that affect your partnership? Okay, greediness, stinginess, and possessiveness. While being conservative can be incredibly beneficial, beware that it does not turn into stinginess. Your fear of loss could lead you to hoarding, hoarding and a fixation upon material things in life. What is the basis of you trying to keep such tight control? So basically this is saying don't feel like your possessions and your and your um, money is going is going to um, like just being being like i have to i can't spend it on this that i want or i can't do this like you don't have to do that like you don't have to feel like possessive of it because you're gonna that's probably from in your past you might have had like some kind of financial like instability everything went to holly yeah so you probably didn't even have control over you know all of that and this is saying that you don't have to feel like you you can't do certain things or that you have to be possessive of it because that part of your life is done now so we're going to close that chapter and you don't have to feel like possessive of it. You just have to like be aware that you're being like that and just not feel, try to like turn it off, you know, because you don't have to be like that. Okay. This is page of pentacles and this is dynamics. How would you describe the relationship? What are the characteristics of it? So this is page of, page of pentacles reversed and this is daydreaming, impracticality and laziness. With this card reversed, your enthusiasm is, is start in starting your new venture has perhaps tapered off. You find yourself lost amongst the clouds and daydreaming and not coming to any practical action. So what's the saying is is that your relationship right now there you've lost enthusiasm in it and perhaps like it's kind of fizzled out and you're finding yourself among amongst clouds and like just daydreaming of what it could be like when uh and you're not coming to any practical like action from that so it's like really just like hyping up what it could be in your head when it's not that you know it's basically saying fuck that bitch i'm doing that bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay this is hang on i gotta fucking count the cups because i don't know where i'm <laughs> It's V-I-I. -I. It's five, six, seven. Yeah, okay. Seven of Cups. Temptation, diversion, and confusion. So this is your partner. What is their role in the relationship? How do you perceive your partner and how does that affect the relationship? So temptation, diversion, and confusion. Beware of the things that are being offered to your partner at the moment. They are either unable to think rationally or something dangerous lurks behind what glided, what gilded promises. Is that gilded? g-i-l-d-e-d -E yeah promises and all that glitters is not gold and temptation can draw you to ruin so basically she's being 
distracted by temptation right now and she's in a state of like being confused and her yeah yep that's eerie almost that's eerie that's basically saying this is basically saying next they go try and kill her oh hope not (laughs) well we gonna hope not but let's let's hope she not she don't kill you right now that's what we were Bitches be tripping. I just fucking did an episode recently about women chopping off dicks, and there was a way more than there yeah, should have been. Tell me a little bit like, about that shit. Yeah, it's like, like why are there so many of you doing this? Yeah, I, I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> like this I'm has got to stop. Shit, but I'm not getting my dick caught up. Like, yeah, you know, like that's, that's crazy. Right. Like, you guys gotta stop this right now. <laughs> like that girl that cut it off twice. Like, yeah, fucking do it. She was, she was like, waited she till they reattached it. Lie. She, 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 she deserves a reward for that. She was like determined, bro. You get back in. I don't even get how she was not in jail the first time. Like, they they let this bitch slide, and she was like, you know what? Like sitting there, like no, no, all fucking sedated. Oh god, I know. Just like I can't even imagine. Totally up the takes on a man to get a dick cut. Well, he had some audacity too, if we're being honest. Like this motherfucker. Sure he fucked up. Yeah, he was having like an affair, and instead of like you know being discreet, he like used her phone to contact the woman about meeting up and shit. So he had fucked up. Yeah, so he had her absolutely fucked up. Obviously, he probably didn't realize that. She must have been one of them calm ones. Real quiet about it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? Cutty, cut, cut. (laughs) (laughs) Snip, snip. She said, snip, 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 snip. (laughs) I swear to God, I can't. I just don't get how she was just like, you think that she would immediately been taken into custody. Like, they don't, I don't know. Some places just be like, well, we'll get him when we get him. They know exactly where they're at, where to find them. They're just like, we're taking our time. And then shit like that happens. Dicks cut off again. Like, how the fuck? I just think that's crazy. And then they were saying in the news, like, that the dick was eaten by a wild animal because they couldn't find it. And I was like, that's what y'all's conclusion was? That this these wild fucking animals, like, ate the... Not that it could just be laying somewhere that you haven't spotted it yet. It was eaten by wild animals for sure. And and then they blamed it on dogs. I was like, what the fuck, bro? I'm I'm offended. Like, how do you know a bird didn't eat it or something, you know? It could have been a raccoon. They probably, that was probably a raccoon. (laughs) They have posable thumbs. Probably picked it up. The raccoon probably helped her cut it off again. (laughs) Oh my God. You hear about cocaine bear, right? No, who's that? Cocaine bear, it's a movie coming out. It's based off a true story of a bear eating three grams or four grams of cocaine and, like, trying to kill everybody. Like, that was uh, camping or whatever, the people that went out there. It's a true story. Like, it's fucking crazy. Oh, my God, I want to see this. Cocaine, I'll show, I'll cocaine bear? I'll show, I'll, show you the tra- I'll show you the trailer for it. I got to see this shit. Fucking wild. Like, I, I was like, there's no way this is real. Luis or something about it. I did. I looked up the backstory and everything. I was like, this is fucking nuts. <laughs> cocaine fucking <bear. laughs> Well, I'm putting that one on the list. We're going to see that. <coughs> Yo, I'm like stoned as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, you can, dude. I fucking just love my skin so soft. <laughs> they should pay me for these fucking. But no, I'm fucking just giving them all my money. I swear to God, buy my Avon because I'm spending all my money. I swear I love it though. Like it's just, like I'm getting good prices on everything. I'm just getting a lot of shit. So if anybody needs the Avon, I got the hookup because I got a whole fucking store full of shit right now. <laughs> I've got boxes, on boxes. All that, let let us know. Samples, I got everything on the low low. Follow your boy Star B on Spotify <laughs> or Apple. 
over here shooting it like it's a drug deal. Buy my Avon. I might have some dang too. I don't know. Probably not. Yes, I do. <laughs> Dude, this shit is just like the greatest. Like, I can't believe how nice my. I didn't realize I was like fucking. What is the word for being dry as fuck? Like patchy, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I felt uh, crispy. Crispy. <laughs> 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 I'm real smooth now. Okay, so we good. <laughs> yeah, this shit is fucking. This is the skin. This is really like hand lotion. They, I have the body lotion coming. This shit works like it is like, like body lotion. It's oh, so fucking good. Shit's fucking still sealed. Oh yeah, you can. I just move no, the no, thing no, and then I. Open. No, it's open. You just move the thing over and then I put it back because I just. Oh gotcha. I'm weird about bacteria. <laughs> Check this out. This is the one. I gotta find it really quick. I think it was this one. Yeah. This is Amazon Berry Boost Smoothing and Firming Body Cream. I put this shit on my fucking stretch marks that were like older than fucking dirt, right? Like my body. I've. Dude, within 20 minutes, this shit looked fucking, like, five years younger. It was fucking crazy. I used one little sample thing. I'm about to pour all of it, like, all fucking eight of these on there and see what happens. <laughs> That's pretty much everything I have for you guys this time, and thank you for listening. Oh, thank you.